Hi everyone, welcome to episode 5 of Story Tell Her. I am your host, Montia Imagini. Psalm 45 and 1, my tongue is the pen of a ready writer and I recite my verses to the king. Let's get into it. For the past two episodes, I took a break from telling my story. But I want to jump back. In episode one, I gave my testimony and I shared my story of how God saved me. I was headed down a road of destruction. Um, I had suicidal thoughts and I was drinking way too much. I mentioned in episode one how I even went to jail for a DUI and that I knew I needed God to save me because I was either going to kill someone or kill myself. Um, so that's where I want to pick up. After I get I got my DUI, I was sentenced to all of the fines that come with it and I had to do peer counseling and I had to go to these meetings I can't remember what they're called but I had to go to meetings in the courtroom and listen to stories about parents who lost their children to drunk drivers and I remember, I remember a woman coming in and telling a story about her son being on a motorcycle and he was just hanging out on a Saturday night and he was leaving the bowling alley and he left to make a right turn and he was struck by a drunk driver and he died. And I remember looking at a man next to her, but I didn't know who he was until Later in her story, she mentioned that he was the man who killed her son. He served time in jail. I can't remember how long it was, but while he was in jail, they began to correspond. And I remember her saying that the Lord told her to forgive the man who killed her son. And she became a mother to that man. And they were on a journey of healing together because he had a hard time forgiving himself for what he did. And I'll I'll never forget that story. And after sitting in that courtroom, I had to go into peer counseling with other people who um, had to serve the same sentence as I And we had to go around a circle and pretty much just talk about why we drank. And as I listened to everybody's stories, it was, I couldn't stop crying. I mean, bloodshot, poofy eyes crying. And the the counselor or the therapist, she pulled me to the side when, when class was over. And she said, I can tell that there's something really going on with you. And I want to do one-on-one therapy with you. So I agreed. And 
I want to say we did about five or six lessons. And it, throughout the lessons, we talked about my childhood and she was trying to get to the root of what was causing me so much pain and um, why I was drinking so much. And what we discovered is that I had some father wounds that needed to be dealt with. And I won't go into exactly what those father wounds are. I'll just keep it simple in saying that my father wasn't around for most of my childhood. And we talked about how that made me feel. We talked about how I went about trying to fill that that void with relationships, with alcohol. And she told me she wanted me to read a poem. And the name of that poem is Letting Go. And I'm going to read the poem. I was the type of person that held on to things too tight, unable to release my grip when it no longer felt right. And although it gave me blisters and my fingers would all ache, I always thought that holding on was worth the pain it takes. I used to think in losing things, I'd lose part of me too. That slowly I become someone my heart no longer knew. Then one day something happened. I dropped what I had once held dear. But my soul became much lighter instead of filled with fear. And it taught my heart that some things aren't meant to last for long. They arrive to teach you lessons and then continue on. You don't have to cling to people who no longer make you smile or do something you've come to hate if it isn't worth your while. That sometimes the thing you're fighting for isn't worth the cost and not everything you ever lose is bound to be lost. After I read that poem, she told me she wanted me to let go the ideas in my head of how I thought my life should be with my father and to stop rehearsing how I thought my life would be different if he was in my life. And... What I learned in therapy is that when I'm speaking, I'm not always able to articulate my feelings. But when I write them down, I articulate them very well. So my assignment was to write a letter to my dad explaining just everything. The hurt, the pain, what I've done. And it ended up being an 18-page letter. 
and I gave it to my dad. And it was in that moment that I was able to let go all of the pain, all of the hurt. And I was able to even forgive him gave me my dad wrote he read that letter and he called me crying and he said he had no idea he had no idea And he apologized to me. And he admitted to me that he didn't know how to be a father. And I think in that moment that both of us were on a journey of healing. Healing is a continual process. Some things, heal, some things healing may happen in an instant, but some things are a continual process. And I said all of that to say, to encourage anyone who's listening. Try therapy. Try counseling. And this is especially for Christians. Christians who say, I have Jesus, I don't need counseling. Or I don't need therapy. First of all, therapy can't replace Jesus. Jesus is a savior. Jesus is a healer. Jesus is, as the Bible says, a very present help in times of trouble. But therapy gives us the tools that we need to continue to live a whole life. I love that I'm seeing on the rise right now faith and mental health. One um, therapist that I follow, my favorite therapist, (laughs) is Dr. Anita Phillips. And she has a saying that goes, prayer is a weapon and therapy is a strategy. I highly recommend following her. And there's someone else who um, I follow. Her name is Brittany Moses who truly believes in faith and mental health. As a matter of fact, I believe her podcast is called Faith and Mental Health. If you're a Christian, don't be ashamed. And I I have to be transparent and admit that shortly after the DUI is when I was saved. So I was a Christian and saved and sitting in these peer counseling sessions and sitting in these court appointed meetings 
hoping that no one recognizes me and feeling ashamed that here I go again I'm going to discredit God if someone knows that I'm saved and sitting here in therapy no do it for your mental health do it to break generational curses the Bible says in 3 John 2 Beloved, I wish above all things that you may prosper and be in health even as your soul prospers. Therapy is good for your soul. As I said before, therapy gives us the tools that we need and if you can't get to therapy journal always pray I love that I'm seeing so many Christians talk about faith and mental health and they're trying to encourage others and I hope that this story my moment of transparency encourages you all to trust God and try therapy that's it Enjoy your Saturday.